Why'd you steal the egg? Uh, to get to the other omelet. You know that's not why I'm asking you this. I stole the egg. <laughs> I know for a fact you have no idea what I'm talking Is about. Is it the Survivor Series? Oh, uh, it's a Survivor Series thing. Okay, is it the gobbledygooker? No. Is it this Survivor Series from yesterday? Yes. No, I don't know what it is, and I'm not going to know until you tell me. Yeah. So uh, Survivor Series was last night, and uh, Vince McMahon shows up with a gold egg, and he's, like, showing it off to everyone, and he's, like, slapping hands if someone gets a little too close for comfort to, like, touch it or see it. You know, he's getting a little slappy with it. Oh, slap, uh, slap, have I? Yeah, so he's like showing it off to his remaining roster members. There's about 12 of them gathered around to greet him there. The Mean Street Posse and fucking Edge are there. Yeah, please don't fire us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he brings it back to his office and he tells Roman Reigns, who's in his office, The Rock gave me this egg, it's Cleopatra's egg, and it's worth $100 million. Okay, what about that? A hundred million dollars. <laughs> Rock gave Vince McMahon an egg worth a hundred million dollars. So there's been an Instagram ad with Ryan Reynolds with one of Cleopatra's eggs, and it's a, I think a commercial for, it's, if it's not for, it has uh, Antiques Roadshow, and they, they, uh, they said that it was worth $250 million. The Rock gave Vince McMahon $100 million worth of egg. <laughs> so uh, Roman doesn't care. He gets up and leaves. And then uh, a couple minutes later, the two GM people are in the office, and the egg is gone. And Vince is furious. What happened to my beautiful $100 million rock egg <laughs> that was all gold, that I was slapping hands against my remaining roster members who have not yet been fired. Uh, that's what WWE is now. It's a who stole the egg. It's an egg. It's an egg fed. It's an egg fed. <laughs> uh, Survivor Series, good in ring, terrible stories being told. Um, Second year in a row, two things happened. Someone on one of the Survivor Series teams sacrificed themselves to be eliminated immediately. Rollins did it last year. Owens did it this year. Second year in a row, Roman Reigns as Universal Champion defeated the WWE Champion on Raw. Okay. He defeated Big E? Yes. Large E Langston? Large E Langston well, was, Big e, Big e. was handedly defeated. Handily? Yes. Got squished. Pretty close. You knew he never had a chance. Did uh, Roman Reigns squish Xavier Woods on SmackDown the other day? Didn't watch it. Me either. I'm just curious. Um, but those are the big takeaways. The egg. Oh, uh, there was the 25 years anniversary of The Rock in WWE, and he didn't show up, and everyone was all upset about it, and I was just like, kind of makes me like him more. I couldn't be bothered to show up either. Did he record a video? No, nothing. He's supposedly on Raw tonight. I could not possibly care less, though. Yeah. I mean, if he doesn't, that means he cares more about Ken Shamrock than the WWE. I care more about Ken Shamrock than the WWE. Uh, is there anything of note? I knew Survivor Series happened, but God damn, I didn't care. Uh... Kevin Owens probably gone. Probably gone. Yeah. Why? I mean, he just eliminated himself, and his contract's up in December, and AEW's having the Owen tournament. So he wrote himself off in storyline? Well, no, I think he's probably going to put over Rollins on his way out, but I think he's gone. That would be wild. Yeah. I mean. I have a hard time seeing him leaving. I was looking at, I was playing 2K19 this weekend, and of the, like, 148 current roster members that were on in the game, I think over 
about half of them are gone now. Yeah. And so of the 252 roster members, I think only like 70 of them are still with the company at this point. How many roster members do they have now? Uh, they, re- they released more people. Yeah, they released more. I have no idea how many people are on the rosters now. But keep in mind, too, that some of those 70s are like duplicates of Triple H and The Undertaker aren't even with the company anymore, but they still kind of count because they're lifers, basically. So, like, not a lot of people left <laughs> on that roster. I'd be shocked if, if Kevin Owens was gone. Uh, I think he's going to AEW. He posted that the coordinates of Mount Rushmore on Twitter. So him, Cole, and the Bucks. Seems dumb. But that was a thing. Swerve. That was a thing. Yeah, maybe. Bro. <laughs> Bro. He invades. <laughs> uh, so that was it for Survivor Series. Fun in ring stuff, I guess, but kind of dumb too. Oh, that's good. I went to the Bruins game with Ali. Nice. I'm now starting to realize that my head hurts. Because I didn't get the electrolytes on the way here that I planned on. I done goofed. You done goofed. I've done goofed. Uh, I did not watch AEW this week either. Oh, you missed uh, a good dynamite. Okay. Brian Danielson. He's, he's going to beat up every member of the, dark, the dork order. He's a baddie now. Oh, he's a little heel boy? He's a heel boy. You got to be heel boy against going the cowboy man. He he cut a great promo. He was just like the night after I won the title at WrestleMania, I wrestled, and everyone was booing him. He goes, "Of course, Virginia boos hard work." <laughs> <laughs> he is a top tier heel. Yeah, he's really good at it. He's he's one of the few wrestlers in the history of the world that's pro- that's just as good at being a heel as he is a babyface. I think Punk has that going for him, too. Kinda. But more people want to see Brian Danielson as a babyface mm-hmm. than they do want to see him as a heel, so his, like, short stints of heel work are just, like, brilliant. Yeah. While Punk, like, is always kind of in the middle, and everyone kind of wants him to be a heel anyways. It's just, like, impossible to do right now. Yeah. I think... uh there are a lot of people who do better heel than face, and eventually it's just like you like them so much as a heel, they just get turned face against their will. Like, And I think CM Punk's a little different because he's been gone so long that it's going to be hard to turn him heel. Cause correct. Everyone's just still happy he's back. And like... Also, he's going against MJF. Which you gotta love. Yeah. Then... They're not waiting too long to give you just like, we get to do this now. Yeah. Like, you're fantasy booking pretty much every fucking pay-per-view for the next two years. So what I like about what Daniel Bryan's... Oh, fuck. (laughs) JR was having a hard time at at, uh, Full Full, Gear. Yeah, Full Gear. Um, Brian Danielson uh, is kicking people's heads in in the dark order. Yeah. So after the match with Uno, they get to be like helped out. (laughs) Like, so they're doing the the um, BTE trigger thing. Mm-hmm. The when they were when the Bucks and Omega were giving the the BTE trigger to people, and then they, they were just gone for a little while. Well, I think this was just more along the lines of like Daniel oh, Brian Danielson is fuck. <laughs> Brian Danielson is just beating the shit out of people, and they're needing to be helped to the back because they're so just Beat. bludgeoned, beaten. Yeah, he's bludgeoning people with his fists and knees. Well, you know what? Also, that's a dead giveaway that he's losing to Hangman. Yeah, he's the first defense. He's the first defense, and like they're not going to have Hangman lose to a fucking baddie right off the bat. They should. No. Because then you can have Danielson versus Punk. No. I'm for it, but they won't do it. I'm going to go ahead and say that Brian Danielson never wins the AEW heavyweight title. He definitely will. Uh, You don't need Chipotle anymore. Chick-fil-A? Uh, Kudoba. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, see you in three years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we still got Marky Ramon versus Razor Ramon going. That went way longer than I thought it would. <laughs> I can't believe I picked a razor Ramon. What was I thinking? I can't believe you did either. Fucking DDPY, man. <laughs> I mean, you're lucky DDP came along because this was pre-DDP. Uh, no, this is definitely after DDPY. I wouldn't have made it because he was going into the Hall of Fame, I think. And that's when I made the bet. So he was no longer thinking about getting the gun. <laughs> Billy Gunn just opens the door like, why not? Jake there. I'm here, Scott. <laughs> doesn't have to be this way? doesn't have to be this way, man. We start every day in the hot tub. <laughs> that fucking dude soup. <laughs> I can't believe that we've retained the wrestling information that we have. <laughs> well, I've sacrificed so much <laughs> I know. in my personal life to retain this information. How many people that we even know? Like, Let's just pretend like it's a group message. If you were to do all of that, how many right off the bat, how many people do you think would know exactly what you're talking about? Chikini and Dan definitely would because we do it all the time. Okay. You. Uh, I doubt the Corys would. Unless I like kept it going for a while. I doubt Brian Steve would. This is a deep cut. It's not that deep. It's pretty deep. Um, I don't know if Ali would. Uh, I doubt Matt would. I doubt Matt would. I doubt Fitzgerald would. I also doubt that. So you, Chikini, and Dan, and me. Yeah. And full disclosure, I haven't watched wrestling in... Well, I guess I watched the pay-per-view last weekend. Other than AEW pay-per-view, I haven't watched wrestling in a month. Yeah. I mean, AEW is doing too good for me not to watch it. The pay-per-views are good. Even the weekly shows are fun. Hey. I'll put on Dark and Dark Elevation on the weekends when I'm playing video games. and just Great background squash. Yeah. You get one okay competitive match. It's literally superstars. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of, like, Velocity and Heat. Yeah. Um, which I used to watch all the time back in the day. I used to, like, enjoy Velocity and Heat just, like, as background shit while I was doing homework in college. They, uh, and now at least the rant, last Rampage I watched, so maybe it was more recently because I feel like this happened recently too, is uh, they had Mark Henry and Paul White and Grandma Arms Paul White. <laughs> and Mark Henry's kind of like, man, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, enough of that. It's time for the main event. <laughs> uh, Mark Henry's been in wrestling for our entire adult lives. Since I was 12. Mm-hmm. I wasn't an adult when I was 12. I mean, 13. I mean, I wasn't bomb-ritzed, so I never really became a man. I'm so I'm technically my adult life has not started yet. Cause you I'm have, not Jewish, but I've never been bar mitzvah, so I never became a man. I'm not Jewish, but I believe in it. But I don't know enough about it, and I haven't been Jew christened. I don't believe in it. It's all fucking, it's all fake meatball, fake matzo ball in this situation. Well, I was doing <laughs> that's true, but I was doing Rocky three. Oh, um, Thunderlips is beating up in Rocky. It's all fake meatball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was before he was the Hulkster. Yeah, he was Thunderlips. Yeah. In the flesh, baby. <laughs> daddy. Did you say daddy? I don't know. Yeah, either one. I don't know. What, what, what would Jesse Ventura say? Because that's what he said. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Uh, He's probably something about blah, blah, blah off the grid. He's off the grid. Where does he stand in today's current political climate? I know he was not a fan of Trump's. He didn't like all the fucking, the race baiting and the... Virtue signaling? The us versus them and we're at war with ourselves garbage that Trump was all about. Okay, I'm happy about that. Uh, There's a part of me that just thinks like, well, 
Jesse Ventura is like Donald Trump light, kind of. I think at first he was excited because he was like, finally, someone like with a brain is going to be running for office. And then he found out that Donald Trump was literally his brain was shit and he was Mr. Shit for brain. And he was quickly against him. Donald, you're worse than Shivani. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Jesse Ventura return to AEW just so he can dress up like Tony Shivani. So the circle can be complete. Like at uh, Halloween Havoc 93, <laughs> Shivani dressed up like Jesse Ventura. Right. <laughs> uh, next Halloween. Next Halloween is always that. Uh, but yeah, I think Jesse Ventura is more left than... I thought he else. was more banana than... Like he was a right-wing conspiracy nut th- at like the early 2010s, I'd say. Like, yeah. Like probably like 06 through like 2012-ish, 2013-ish. But then like sort of the right-wing group started getting really big and he was sort of challenging him a little bit. And uh, he quit the Libertarian Party and now he's just an independent like me. But he uh, he did ask my question to Gavin McGinnis, which was more of a uh, like a diss than anything else. I, I asked him, what happened to you that made you hate women so much? <laughs> What happened to you that made you hate women so much? Chris Casares asked, what, wants to know what happened to you to make you hate women so much. <laughs> In he, my he, head- had a, he had a really bad answer, too. He was like, I don't know, just experiences life. I'm just like, yeah, you don't fuck, you're just a dick. I feel like we have two different Ventura imitations, and they just like. They hit two different things. Yeah, your, yours goes more for like a, an actual inter- impression, and mine's more of like a characterization of them. And I, sh- I always say like, what the sh? Like, it's, like it's a, almost Sean Connery. It's, it's, there's Sean Connery in there, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> but you can... I overdo it. <laughs> I, I, I thought that I was overdoing it. I think we're both hammering it up, but I, I definitely overdo it with how I approach it. But not with my laney. <laughs> My Laney is right down the middle, straight as an arrow, just like Laney. <laughs> a little bit of a curl at the end. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> but it just makes it easier for me, if you know what I mean. Well, is your neck tilted to the left, too? <laughs> I meant tilted up. Oh, back, oh, back at me like an iron chic boot. Laney <laughs> <laughs> chic boot. <laughs> I will sure you write that down. I'll remember it, probably. We'll make BDF shirts. The back just says, "I'll remember it, probably." <laughs> well, I have to edit this tonight because I'm busy tomorrow. So, uh, I'll remember it, probably. Okay, so. Like an iron chic boot. Yeah. Chic boot. Chic boot. Chic boot. A part of us all. <laughs> part uh, of us all. Wow, that does work. Uh, what else is happening in the world? Um, Rittenhouse got off. I yeah. called that one. <laughs> Everyone called that one. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we, we remember this. George Zimmerman happened. Yeah, we know how this is. Most people out. weren't like, I can't believe this. It's like, Told you. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was all told you. Everyone was like, told you. And then we were all looking around like, yeah, told me. But anyway. <laughs> so that happened. Told you. The singer from Sheer Terror went off on a nice tangent about how much that kid sucks. Okay. And anyone who thinks that he's doing the right with sucks too. Like, all right. This is that slap shot. So it's like, <laughs> you know that there's like a percentage of people that were like, man, shut up. But it's the guy from Sheer Terror, so it's Don't cool. politics into my discipline. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I came here to run, not to listen, not to be lectured. Ooh. I got cut off by a big truck and a QAnon sticker the other day, and I saw red for a minute. Red of the Republican Party. <laughs> Speaking uh, of QAnon, Reno 911. This, I believe a new Reno 911 movie, which is The Search for Q. Really? Yeah. 
<laughs> I can only imagine how good that is. That's, That's probably great. <laughs> <laughs> I did see a, a preview of something for Reno 911 where it was like a white woman is like, uh, the black cop shows up. He goes, what's the problem? And the woman's like, oh, there's kids in the pool. And I was like, let me guess, they're black. And he's like, she's like, yeah. She's like, well, he's getting pissed at the girl. He's like, what's the problem then? He goes, they're drowning. <laughs> he's like, oh, my God. Black <laughs> Yeah, I've seen a. I don't know if that was part of the movie, and I'm assuming it was because I've never seen it before. I've seen most of the Reno 911 stuff. I didn't see like the revival stuff they did recently. There was like a short, that was on Quibi. Yeah, I didn't see that. And uh, no, no, who else didn't? Anyone else? Yeah. Did I hear that Lenny? One else? <laughs> it was on Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> There's some people released again. I don't even know who they are this time. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Johnny 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 Elite got released. <laughs> Johnny Elite, yeah. Um, he should just wrestle on Dark, so his name is Johnny Dark. Okay. Um, where could he go? If he goes to MLW, he could be Johnny Major. And then he's on the podcast. <laughs> I don't think he likes figures, though. Maybe he has a parkour figure, a parkour playset. He should do a podcast about being a parkour guy. Is he still a parkour guy? Probably. I don't know. Is anyone a parkour guy? I have no idea. That's like fucking vaping with your feet. What else was big when parkour was big? Oh, so we're talking like what? Oh, six, seven? Yeah. Um, there was the, like, uh, oh my God, who sings the Edge theme song? Rob Zombie. No. Alter Bridge. <laughs> Alter Bridge. Alter Bridge was probably a hit. Uh, Chris Benoit was still alive. In 2006 he was, yeah. <laughs> he made it th- halfway through 2007. Yeah. <laughs> About 48% of the way through. Benoit half of a year. <laughs> Uh, 2006, Simpsons movie came out. Was that 08? I think it was 06 or 07. All right. Maybe even 05. It wasn't that early. No way. Um, so I saw it in theaters. And I was old. I was out of college, I believe, at that point. Um, 2006. Wow. MP3 players. Oh, iPods were all the rage. Yeah. Zoom Torrents. Yeah. Torrents, uh, burned CDs, data CDs, data discs. Data discs would probably be, if anything. I mean, I think I'd stop burning CDs at that point. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, uh, oh, fucking, uh, DVDRs, but they were, um, a weird type of, I can't remember the one. This is a bad example. I, I relinquish this. DVDRWs? No, that's not it. Uh, uh, MLB 2K. MLB the show? Or not the, the show. No, MLB um, hits? No, MLB no, 2K. No, what the fuck is the? It was like the juiced up version? The Bigs. Oh yeah. MLB the Bigs. It was either 05, 06, I think. The Bigs, yeah. Um, but 2K, MLB 2K was big at that point. They were doing like the million dollar no hitter prize thing. Oh yeah, uh, I could not. I was not good enough for that game to do it. I could never. I've. I don't. <laughs> I thought I was gonna do it because I was doing my season as the Mets, <laughs> which I had Pedro. He's on the Mets. Uh, R. A. Dickey, because he had a knuckleball. I traded for a Tim Wakefield in season mode, and I traded for someone else who's a good pitcher. So like. Every time Wakefield and I mean Pedro and whoever the other guys who I can't think of who it was would come up, I'd get like six or seven in, and then yeah. if I played another person, there would be like two hits for the whole fucking game. Yeah, until one person just started slapping singles and winning. <laughs> uh, TNA was good in two thousand six or two thousand seven. That was like, that was the uh, 
Budokin Mafia, right? That was when it started to get shitty. Yeah. Once once it became too many XWWE guys and they were all doing like XWWE guy stuff, when like no, nobody was working. And it was all just like backsta- backstage skits. They really sucked. Yeah. I remember there was like on the hour long wrestling show. No, it was a two hour uh, two hours long of a wrestling show, and there was nine minutes of wrestling. And then Vince Russo was like, "What's up with that?" And I was like, "Who cares? It's just wrestling." And that was pretty much the end of TNA. And this is the last time it was viable at all, really. When Hogan and Bischoff came in, people more eyes went to it. Because they had a big first number, even though they lost ferociously to Raw because they had Bret Hart coming back. Yeah. And um, then the second week, do you remember what WWE did? Uh, I don't remember what WWE did. Jack Swagger was the world champion. Oh, yeah. So It was Bret Hart. Bret Hart comes back. Nice to know you, TNA. Now back to your regularly scheduled dog shit for 2006. Well, this is 2010. Or 2010, whatever. Yeah. Because I don't think, I don't know if that's right. Maybe it was the third week. in the At the very beginning of the, the new Monday Night Wars, it was Bret Hart week one. And what I thought was Jack Swagger winning the title week two, but it might have been week three. Because Jack Swagger won Money in the Bank at WrestleMania, which is in April. And he won it, and he cashed in because Edge speared Jericho through a table the next SmackDown. So this, the, and that, these Raws were in, and Impacts were in January. So I don't think the, the timeline winds up. I know way too much about wrestling. <laughs> I know um, you're looking this up right now. So. I'm, I'm already on it. Yeah. Monday Night Show. Because, uh, yeah, I. Right, so in March 2010, moved weekly impact to airing Mondays. Oh, okay, so yeah, so that's what it was then. I thought it was like immediately Monday was the impact day from that point. But yeah, you're right. Then then that lines up because they moved impact to Mondays in March. WrestleMania season, perfect time to do so, to make a move like that. Three eight was the first episode of. Head to head. First head. To, so there was one on um, January fourth. That's the one I was talking about. Yeah. So that wasn't the one where I don't think that that happened, unless. No. No, that was Bret Hart returns and Rick. The Flair one, the Hogan. one in January. Yeah, Rick Flair and Hogan are in Impact, and Jeff Hardy, and Homicide can't climb the cage. And then the second one is on, uh, March eighth. And Jack uh, Swagger won the title on March 31st. Yeah, that makes sense. Because he would have won it after WrestleMania, after he won Money in the Bank that year. Money in the Bank. I oh, am. Yeah. It was like the fifth one. <laughs> well, either way, WWE fucking mopped the floor with Impact. Yeah, they should have never tried to do that. Who is not putting on their best efforts. No, you had you had the drug addicts and like Rob Van Dam. It was still pretty over at that point, but uh, RVD uh, when they put the title on him, that was a good episode of Impacts. He had a really good match with AJ Styles, and they had a really good match with Jeff Hardy. I know it's hard to believe that you put someone who can wrestle that people like that the show is going to be good. <laughs> what a fucking wild concept! Hey man, get out of here with that shit. No one wants to. No see one that. wants. No one wants to see Bubba Ray Dudley trying to fuck Hulk Hogan's daughter. No, dude, they want to see fucking Billy and uh, Road Dog at WWE headquarters wearing DX esque stuff, uh, trying to get Vince McMahon's attention. That's what they want to see, like over and over again, multiple skits of this. I don't want to do that. And then they want to see the Nasty Boys in 2010. Oh, you're right. The Nasty Boys were there. They want to see Brutus Beefcake. They want to see Jeff Jarrett as a custodian and Val Venus beat him up. <laughs> you kind of want Jeff. Yo. <laughs> oh, my God. If you ever get a chance, if, if that's ever available, watch that like one sketch because uh, it's fucking hilarious. Jeff Jarrett is mopping a bathroom floor and... <laughs> 
Valvinus goes to get his attention and goes, hey, Jeff. And Jeff turns around, yo. <laughs> like, not expecting it at all. Just gets his ass kicked. Uh, fantastic. What is stuff. it? What was a shoot? <laughs> um, I guess he, uh, him and Conrad got into a little bit of a argument about Steve Austin on their episode about Steve Austin. Um, about what? About how uh, is he a piece of shit because he slapped his wife? No, I guess Steve Austin got a low payoff from his dad. And Jeff walked up to me and was like, well, staring at it won't make it any bigger. <laughs> oh, yeah. He always hated Jarrett. Yeah. And yeah. that's why I started it. So Jeff was like, well, I guess we can't talk about, like, my dad giving him his break in the business and giving him his start and all that. I was like, no, we got to talk about me just making an off-the-cuff remark. And then Connor was like, yeah, but you did this a lot. Nobody really seemed to appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, that seems to be like a real fucking daddy's boy kind of thing, which Jeff Jarrett always is and was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100% Conrad. 100%. Yeah, Conrad's pretty awesome. He's got the podcasts. I just think that he he's a an adult man who kind of gets it. Yeah. He's a fan who realizes that these are carnies and they're going to they're going to try especially to when you get into Jeff Jarrett Kurt Angle territory. Yeah. <laughs> they got to do a fucking podcast about Karen one day. Like I'm sure that like him and Jim Ross like will have a whiskey every once in a while. I think that him and Bruce are actually friends. And I maybe him and Arn get along kind of, but like Jeff Jarrett's a piece of shit. Eric Bischoff is also a piece of shit. Jer- Eric Bischoff is also a piece of shit. Who's a bigger piece of shit, Jarrett or Bischoff? Jared. I'll say who who helps more people in wrestling, Bischoff or Jared? Bischoff. Bischoff. Jared had TNA for a while. Maybe on a lesser scale, but he still helped him. Yeah, fine. It's a, it's a way lesser scale. I mean, in terms of like what the people, but I mean, like, I don't know. All right. So, okay. Well, give me an example. Like, did he help Chris Jericho out? Yeah. But did Chris Jericho hate him at the end? Kind of, but that's because he thought he was being misused. But but I'm thinking more like... Chris, Jer- G- Chris Jericho had enough money to quit. Jared had like the entire TNA roster going for him for like years and stuff. Yeah. But so didn't Bischoff. Yeah. A lot of people didn't like Bischoff, though, who were there. You know what I mean? Yeah, but those are people that just... Uh, I think more people like Jarrett when they were in TNA. Yeah, and, how many of those people that were in WCW needed a job that had a job? And how many people that were in TNA really needed a job that had a job they were probably getting paid dog shit for? If TNA was so great and they were getting paid so much, why did AJ Styles just like back out of going back there after Japan and go to WWE? No, that's what it I'm saying. It seemed like he loved TNA. <clears throat> but that was after Jarrett was out of there. He was doing Global Force at the time. It was the same thing. <laughs> That's not true. He was selling those cards, those gold cards, you remember? Jeff Jarrett sucks. Yeah. <laughs> if we're like using the who helped more people out, I don't think that anyone in wrestling, based on what I've heard, is going to say Jeff Jarrett. I'm saying Eric Bischoff. Okay. And it's not even close. But I was just asking the questions. But I'm... Debating that it's even a question worth asking. Well, it definitely is a question worth asking. But. Uh, yeah, easily Bischoff. I mean, Bischoff would be like, Kenyon would be like, yeah, I'd like to make $60,000 a year. It's like, well, you got to make $100,000 a year. And he's like, all right, cool. Dick's up. Who better than depression? Uh, I was, there's a Kenyon shoot on. YouTube. It's three and a half hours long. I'm not done with it yet, but I, uh, I've been chipping away at it while I'm at work and stuff. And throughout the whole thing, I'm noticing him like drinking a coffee at the start, and then he's drinking an energy drink, and then he's got a different energy drink, and then he's got a different energy drink. And through it, I'm just like, oh, he's like sweating profusely, and like he's looking like disheveled as it goes on. And then you realize they pan over, and it's like, oh, you drank like five energy drinks at a coffee doing this over like a two hour span. That's awful. Yeah. 
he he was not doing a good lucha thing there. A good lucha thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the closest thing. Doing a good lucha thing. Oh, yeah. I remember that now. That's the day Kalisto died. Yeah. <laughs> he died that day. That's the day he stopped wrestling for singles titles and started he was just, just, have, just having a shirt that looked like the In Your House. He was Lucha House Party after that. Yep. <laughs> uh, Rest in right. peace, Kalisto. Rest- he was just on AEW, wasn't he? Yeah, he was Samurai Del Sol. But fuck wrestling. Let's talk about a real man's sport. Let's talk about football. Let's talk about hockey. What was the game like? They got fucking murdered. Yeah. For nothing. Yeah. Those Calgary Flame, I almost said Flamers. <laughs> Calgary Flames, they came to play. Uh, there used to be a burger joint in the Burlington Mall called Flamers. They were really good. So now the they, burger's quite salty. Now they got way back burger there. Those, That's those also are good. good. Too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Bruins are, uh, well, I don't see them doing much this year. No, they suck. Yeah. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> Anyway, football. Hey, football. What a wild week in football. You have the first place New England Patriots. <laughs> yeah, we sure do. Uh, seven and four. They beat the bag out of Atlanta, twenty-five nothing. Nil. Yeah, <laughs> it was only twenty-five and not twenty-six because Nick Folk missed a PAT. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. What happened in that game? But like, they they benched Matty Ice. It was over. So they put in their backup and. Back up immediately through an interception. Josh Rosen, like the worst quarterback ever drafted in the first round. Yeah, that was him, and he threw an interception. And then I think they put in their their other backup, and he threw an interception on like his first attempt. Um, Josh Rosen threw a pick six, didn't he? Was it a pick six? It might have been a pick six. Yeah, yeah, because I think after the second one, they were just like, "All right, it's over. <laughs> you got us. All right, enough. Stop." <laughs> yeah. Leave him alone. <laughs> He's dying. Uh, it was a bad game. Uh, it wasn't that New England really did anything that was like great. It was in Atlanta was dog shit. How do you leave Nelson Aguilar wide open on a crossing route in the middle of the field in the red zone? The most Nelson Aguilar thing there is to do. Well, I mean, also they probably just assumed he was going to drop it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he uh, he's coming along pretty well. Bourne's. Coming along, Hunter Henry and Matt Judon, those contracts paid for themselves already. Yeah. Uh, Mac Jones doing good. Barmore's doing good. Uh, uh, Stevenson is doing good. Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, that's his name. Ramondre Stevenson, yeah. correct. Um, they Rest were of the week. They were great. Uh, and then Sunday morning happened, or Sunday afternoon early happened, and Wow. What the fuck? <laughs> I didn't do well. <laughs> uh, you beat me again this week. You, you're closing the gap. It's, I'm up eight on you now. I, uh, I, 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 I changed some of my picks last week. I switched New Orleans. I switched Philadelphia to New Orleans. Lost that one. I switched. Um, I switched Baltimore to Chicago. Lost that one. So right there, I would have won the week if I just kept my mouth shut. But I didn't. I was always driving blue to the airport. I found out that Lamar Jackson was not playing, and I was like, oh, "I'm switching that pick when I get home." <laughs> yeah, they also didn't realize that the savior Andy Dalton was coming in. Actually, no, they ended up losing. They ended up losing, but uh, I thought Dalton was gonna win him that game. As like, he should have. Yeah, they couldn't literally. They could not get a first down for that entire game, and then Dalton throws that bomb, and then there's two touchdowns in the last fucking two minutes of that game. Yeah. Oh, fucking ugly, dumb game. Um, also, Chicago lost Khalil Mack, so no surprise that they couldn't defend for shit. Um, I mean, they had six points in the third quarter. On the plus size, I did um, switch to KC, so I saved myself a game there. Yeah, that so. wasn't close. <laughs> Dallas did not show up to play. I, I thought mean, that was going to be a good game, but I wound up just being like, ah, I don't need to watch this filth. Yeah. I was like 9-3 to three or something. I was just like, this is not a good football game. What was the end of the score of that game? Was it 19-6? to 19-6 or something like 23-9. Yeah. Something dumb like that. Either way, who cares? Uh, 
what else happened? Buffalo sucks. Buffalo blew a real gimme game for them. They they, sh- they should have fucking mopped the floor with a uh, with a uh, indie. I almost took Houston too, but I didn't. Who did Houston? Oh yeah, Houston played Tennessee. Um, yeah, that that was a weird, weird game. I don't know how they won that one. Scored first. <laughs> scored first. Scored first and kept catching passes that Ryan Tannehill threw. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had Tannehill going as my quarterback this week. That's a rough start this week. Yeah, I, I scored 60 fantasy points. I have two real shitty fantasy scores, too. Um, uh, my team is just in the shithole, though. I mean, I lost my quarterback. I lost my wide receiver one. lost both my running backs. Uh, I got I got one where I lost what was supposed to be my best receiver. He didn't end up being my best receiver, but I had Robert Woods All right. and uh, Aaron Jones, who's out right now. Yep. Uh, and when Dak Prescott sucks, so does not my fantasy team. Yeah. Because I got a lot of Dak Prescott. My team is just garbage, though. But uh, what else happened this week? Miami got a win over the Jets in a real dog shit game. There's <laughs> another dog shit game. Uh, Cincinnati, Flacco Bowl. Cincinnati beat the shit out of Las Vegas. That was amusing. Uh, Minnesota beat Green Bay. Called that. You did call that one. That's what won you of the week. Um, what else happened? Football team beat Carolina in a I close game. But I called that, too. You called that? Did you also call that? I had Carolina going all the okay. way. <clears throat> um, like I said, that was a hard game to predict, though, because both teams were trending in the right directions. They yeah. both stole wins against really good teams the week before. Football team beat Tampa Bay. Carolina beat Arizona. So, like, that was a tough one to call. Uh, Philly beat the shit out of New Orleans. They sure did. I think Philadelphia might be good. I'm off the Philadelphia sucks bandwagon. Um, they're only a game or two back from Dallas right now. Yeah, I mean, leave it to the Dallas Cowboys to be good and then still leave it for some in- inferior team to be taking that spot. Well, for this week, I don't think Dallas has much to worry about. Um, let's get to our picks. I don't know if you want to look up lines or whatever, you, whatever, but... I can look at them while we do it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they don't week, generally affect who I pick. I just like to hear them. Yeah, me too. Um... Arizona and Kansas City are on buys this week. 15 games, three on uh, Thursday this week. Um, I don't know about you, but I like to spend my day watching football and eating turkey. Oh, yeah. It's fucking Thanksgiving football. I think the way to to celebrate the murder of natives and to be watching football players. A sport about stealing your opponent's land. (laughs) It's actually true. (laughs) Um so first up, uh, the twelve thirty game is Chicago at Detroit. <laughs> I told you my pick, fucking two months ago. So this is the game that Detroit wins. If if the Lions are gonna go one fifteen and one, this is the week it happens, and I'm calling it. Lions are. Three-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. I think Dalton's playing. He's clearly the better option for Chicago. Well, he feels his hurt, too. He feels his hurt, but he's also not that good. Dalton's just been playing, was playing better than him when he was starting. Yeah, he looked like a fucking football player. Yeah. And feels looks weird. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm Chicago right now, but I'm flexible on that, you know. We'll, we'll see how I feel about it on on Thursday. I'm Detroit. Yeah, you've been you've had this one locked and ordered for a while. I I don't. Detroit almost had something against Pittsburgh, but then they showed this week that they they're dog shit. They only lost by three this week too. Yeah, they're dog shit though. Yeah. Uh, the over under in this game, by the way, forty one and a half. That is ridiculously low. So it's going to be like a nine to six. Twenty-two to twenty is the final score. <laughs> that doesn't sound actually to go over. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty wild, actually. But that's okay. Um, next up, four thirty. Yeah, four thirty is Las Vegas at Dallas. 
Mm-hmm. And um, the Cowboys are favored by seven, and they will go win by 28. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Vegas is done. Yeah, you can only have, you can only kill so many people in traffic. And, you know, coach is a dummy. Yeah. You're just losing other people to domestic violence stuff. Just a mess over there in Las Vegas. Yeah. They got a fucking clean house and they got to rebuild. They got, you got Waller and you got Renfro's reliable receiver, but I mean, everyone else should be expendable. Yeah. They got, I mean, like Derek Carr's be a, a really good quarterback option, maybe for the, the New York Giants next year or something, you know? God, I think they're going to keep Daniel Jones after they beat the Bucks tonight. <laughs> you switching your pick? I'm not switching my pick, but I kind of honestly do think they're going to win. But the game's already started, so I can't. Oh, yeah, we're recording late. Um, we don't, I mean, neither of us knew what was going on, so I would have allowed it. But I did see that there was 0-0 with a minute <laughs> and a half gone as I'm looking up the lines. All right. Um, next up. Uh, Buffalo at New Orleans. What the fuck do you do with this game? <laughs> uh, for what it's worth, the Bills are favored by four and a half on the road. Um, the quarterback for the Saints fucking sucks. Trevor Simeons, yeah. And uh, but if against the Bills, that kind of doesn't really matter right now. I mean, they have one of the best defenses in the league, and they aren't playing like it. I mean, what happened to them yesterday was laughable. Is Camara playing this week? thought he would be they said it was trending in the right direction for this past week obviously that didn't happen but um yeah it's a short week it's a weird week i feel like the saints are built more for that than the bills are but like just both teams suck so fucking bad like my heart wants to root for new orleans but i think on paper buffalo is just the better team dot to bottom yeah you got about it cole you got to pick Buffalo in here. I like. I want to <laughs> pick the Saints, but the Saints suck. If we're just talking winning outright, then Buffalo. Yeah. If the if the Saints win this game, Pats Buffalo up. sucks. Pats are up uh, full game at that point. And they're going against the Titans, who fucking their quarterback all of a sudden has the yips. He's gone full shob, and his best receiver is uh, fucking hurt again. Yep. Um it's all coming up, all coming up, fucking Belichick, baby. So now onto the games I haven't predicted yet. This one is interesting. Tampa Bay at Indy. It is Indy because uh, Indy, Indy, uh, two and a half point dogs at home against Tampa Bay, huh? Yeah, at home. Tampa Bay is going to be coming off a heartbreaking loss to the Giants on Monday Night Football. <laughs> um. So the you're saying the six and four Tampa Bay Buccaneers going against the six and five Indianapolis Colts, Colts and Indy? Correct. Fuck the NFL. Go Colts. I'm gonna take the Colts in this game, honestly. Like whether whether I'm being serious or not. I I uh all right. I've Falcons have fooled me every which way. Colts, I'm taking you. I think that I think that Tampa Bay is gonna have a rough stretch right here. You could be right. I don't know. I don't know who I, I – this one's tough, in my opinion. Indy is, is playing well. Um, Brady's kind of sucked the last couple of games, too. Indy's trending in the right direction. Tampa Bay has been trending in the wrong direction. Obviously, they're hurt, though. They don't have – They're hurt because they're all old? Eh, Godwin's not old. That's true. Godwin's regular-aged. Um, Antonio Brown's an idiot. They're, they're having the – I guess the – fake COVID card thing for him. Oh, they are. It runs a little deeper than just Antonio Brown. He said he got it from another player on the Buccaneers. Yeah, something like that. At least that's what his, like, cook said or something. Like, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't matter. The NFL is going to protect him. Yes. Um, yeah, Indy. I'm going Indy. Until further notice, Tampa Bay. Yeah, it's fair. I want to see what they do tonight. Lose to the Giants? <laughs> Speaking of losing, uh, next up, it's the fucking tank bowl. Uh, New York Jets at Houston Texans. Oh, it's the Texans. Texans win. (laughs) I also typed out Houston for myself here. 
If Joe Flacco is the quarterback of that team, they you ain't gonna try. Terod looks okay the other Terod's day. Terod's a fine Terod tries. Yes. Um Flacco won a Super Bowl once, so he's just gonna have a job for life. Uh next up, Philly at New York Football Giants. The New York Football Giants are three and a half point underdogs at home. Yeah, Philly's been playing all right. Uh Giants are Giants bad. have a lot of their players coming back, so I think they're going to be better. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm 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 in on Philly. I think Philly's a pretty good team. They're getting a lot better every week too. I think I'm just going with the hot hand and Philadelphia is the NFC Patriots. I might I might consider changing the pick if anything miraculous happens tonight. Um, but I'm I'm pretty confident Philly will win that game. Uh, speaking of fairly confident someone will win a game, Carolina at Miami. In Miami. In Miami. Uh, Panthers are two-point favorites. I'm taking them to Dolphins. Now that Cam Newton is the quarterback of the Panthers, and guess what? He looks kind of shitty again. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, he had some good running plays, but he couldn't beat the football team who's better than the record. Um, Miami, on the other hand, is what their record is, in my opinion. I think Carolina edges them out. Uh, Miami's been playing better, but, you know, yeah. Yeah, I, I can tell you what I won't be doing. I'll pick this game, but I ain't, I'm not going to watch this game. Miami, oh, Carolina and Miami? Yeah. No, we won't even get a chance to watch it because we're watching this one. Tennessee at New England, one o'clock start time. What do you think the line is in this? Uh, I'm guessing Tennessee by a field goal. Patriots are favored by five and a half points. Wow, I would not have thought that. I would not have thought that either. But it's at it's in Foxborough. I'm in not Fox- sure why they're giving them that much of a spread at home. They they're only two and four at home, right? Yeah. Or two. Two and three. Two and two now. They lost to. They're five and zero on the road in there. Um, they lost to Tampa Bay and Dallas at home. Yes. And Miami at home. Miami at home. So they're two and three, and then that's five. They played eleven. So they're six and zero on the road. That means they would have. They played in Houston. They played in New York. The Saints game was at home too. Yes. Okay. So they're two and four at home. So that's six and then five and oh on the road. That sounds right. Okay. Weird. Um, uh, I'm taking New England in this. They're playing. I am too. There's a Vrabel effect going on. That's the only thing. New uh, Tennessee always plays New England hard, and they have for the past... I don't know, five, seven years. They've always been sort of a thorn in Patriots. Pain in the ass for the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So this one will be a tough game, but I don't think Tennessee's offense is any match for the Patriots' defense right now. Like you put, you put AJ Green, you put uh, Derrick Henry out there, and we'll we'll reconsider. But right now, I'm, I'm taking New England. Yeah, and those players aren't playing this week. Right, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, the best players on the Titans are out. So, is uh, Julio Jones playing? I don't believe so. All right, so they're really, they're really screwed then, in my opinion. Uh, but we'll see. You never know. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Cincinnati Bengals. I like the Bengals top to bottom on this one too. Yeah, I can't, I can't dispute that one. Three and a half point favorites at home. I mean, Pittsburgh tied with the the Lions. I mean, how do you really come back from that? Um, what did Pittsburgh do this week? They lost to the Chargers. That's what they did. They they almost won, but they lost. Ooh, next up we get another shitty game. Ooh, this might be a fun shit game to watch. Atlanta at Jacksonville. It is a shit game. How uh, was Atlanta got for offensive weapons? Is Patterson was. A game-time decision on Thursday. He has a week and a half to come back. Patterson comes back. Jaguars. God. Jaguars fucking suck. They sure do. 
But the Falcons fucking suck. They had a, they were a, two weeks ago. The Falcons were in the playoffs. <laughs> Falcons one point road favorite. Uh, how are they favored? Because Jacksonville's the team they're playing. Um, I'm taking Jacksonville. I'm taking Atlanta. Like Urban Meyer, like sucks so fucking bad. Yeah, yeah. They've won two games already. That's unbelievable. Um, but I think if Cordaro Patterson does come back, or if they're getting people back, I might consider reconsider that one. But man, Atlanta—they haven't scored in like two games now. They scored a touchdown in two games. They scored points in that uh, that Dallas game, didn't they? Um, I don't recall, but th- maybe if they did, there was a field goal. But they haven't scored in like seven quarters now. And they did, they screw themselves out of a, out of points and against the Patriots because they they're inept. Um, I I I can't in good faith pick Jacksonville. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I was I was overwhelmed with how shitty Atlanta was in that Patriots game, but now looking at it back, I'm just like I can't. I'm, yeah, I'd basically be giving you a win. I feel like uh, Chargers at Denver. Might be interesting. Broncos three point dogs. Yeah, yeah. I like I like LA. I think LA is the better team. Denver's coming off a bye, <sighs> which came at the perfect time because they lost to Philly the week before. Yeah. Um. I usually don't like picking against teams coming off a bye, but I'm gonna here. Chargers are just the better team. Next up, we got a... This will be all right. This will be the Rams at Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, Green Bay is coming off a loss. They didn't get killed like I thought they were going to, but... They're coming off a loss. Rams are coming off a bye. And this is where I don't pick against a team coming off a bye. I'm picking the Rams. I'm picking the Rams, too. Oh, I thought you were picking Green Bay. <laughs> no, I think the Rams are better than Green Bay. Um, I don't know. With Odell there, I think he'll be more of a force in this game. Here's a fun one for us. Minnesota at San Francisco. A battle of the five and fives. And, uh, fucking Kyle Shanahan can just fucking have, like, hard eyes emojis at Kirk Cousins. Ugh. Uh, I'm going Minnesota again. I'm thinking Minnesota as well. Uh, San Fran's like a, they're like AF, the NFC Colts. Like, yeah. They're beating up on bad teams. They and then sure. They might ego to win against a good team here or there. But they I don't sure think, are. I don't think Minnesota's going to uh, be the good team that they beat. So I'm picking Minnesota. Uh, next up, we got two more games left. We get the Cleveland football team against the Baltimore football team. Who's quarterbacking the Baltimore football team? Um, I mean, Lamar had an illness. It wasn't like an injury or anything like that. And it wasn't COVID? It wasn't COVID. It wasn't an injury. I'm guessing Lamar Jackson. Then I'm going to go with the Ravens because it's not even close. Uh, Cleveland's getting... Nick Chubb back. Um, but I think Baker's still hurt. If if they had any brains, they'd probably go with Case Keenum starting, even though he's not good. Do you think they have brains? No. They're the Browns. Yeah, they got brown brains. Uh, Baltimore's got too much to lose. I think they'll find a way. Yeah. I think the same way. Just Baltimore's better. They eked out a win, and they shouldn't have gotten one. That's what good teams do. They should beat the Browns. They eked out a win when they shouldn't have is the best way I can describe their game this week. Um, Or the week before, I should say. No, that was when they lost to Miami. Never mind. Uh, This week, who did they play? Yeah, they beat Chicago at the last minute. That's right. Um, 
I got my weeks confused for a second there. It's okay. Uh, um, finally, Monday Night Football. Wow, what a dog shit Monday Night Football game this is. Yeah. This this is a, a pass week for me. Seattle Seahawks and Washington football team. Football team. I think I got to go football team. Football Seattle's, team at home. Seattle kind of sucks. Yeah. Football team is playing okay. Like, historically speaking, we're at the point now where, like, you're picking against your who you would normally think. Because, I mean, you look at me earlier in the season. I went 15 for 16, and now I'm going, you know, 9 of 15. So, not doing great. There's also, like, just some wild shit happened last week, too. We picked a lot of the same teams this week. Most of the afternoon, I think we are identical uh, but we have Carolina, Miami. We picked different. Uh, Tampa Bay, Indy, and Chicago, Detroit. We have different. So you got you got a chance to make up more ground on me this right. week. Uh, I don't think any of your picks are bad. One one of us is gonna win. One of us is gonna win. No ties. No ties. Uh, I I like bolo and regular ties, but yeah, f- for. Someone who started off strong, I'm, I'm, I'm tapering off right now. So right now, the record for our weeks is one, two, three, four, five, six. So we're six, two, and three. That's the record. So I'm six wins, two losses, and three ties. That's how it's gone so far. And I'll pick games on you. Well, we'll have to do something about that. Yeah, we, well, I hope you don't. I hope I do. Uh, right now, I am at 66.88 winning percent, and you are at 63.42 winning percent. So I, I'm falling from my 75% winning streak or winning percentage. Oh, well, whatever. Can't, can't keep that up all year. I can't. I'm not the man I used to be. Uh, pick a song to leave him with. Haas. Um, Haas. Let's give him the WrestleMania. <laughs> with heel hacksaw. Who will survive? <laughs> Are you ready for the Survivor Series? Who will survive?
sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler, you're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. I don't see any reason. Wait a minute, El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here, please. He's a great wrestler. Well, great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, it's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El 